Will you accept this rose? Break them. Grocery Store Joe, the common man for the common man has arrived to paradise for the second time, and he has become an early favorite of mine. How is everybody doing? It is a Tuesday today. Actually, it's a Tuesday because we screwed up. It's uh, Tuesday, August 17th, uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the first episode of the uh, new season of Bats are in Paradise just finished airing, and Joey is here as well. Joey, how you doing? I'm great, Mike. It has been an eventful week in Minneapolis. It it, it, it certainly has been. Now, do you want to just get right into it? It looks like Joey's, Joey's nodding yes. Joey is super excited because he has some exclusive inside information. You know what, Joey? We're going to hit him right away. We got, we got the inside information song. Let's just do it up right now. What do you think? I'm ready. No time like the present. It is now time for Joey's Inside Information. And and there it is, Joey. That is your inside information song. Anytime Joey does have some inside information, um, that is a song we're going to play. What do you think about that? You like that little intro there? That was great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm on like CNN, like break, breaking <laughs> That's news. What I, was going for. I looked up, I, I literally YouTubed, I was looking for the song to play for that. I literally YouTubed breaking news. So that's exactly what that is. Now, before we begin here, we're not going to touch on any spoilers, correct? We're, we're going to, we're going to stay free from spoilers. Nobody's going to have anything spoiled here. We are going to be breaking down a little bit. I think of the, some of the different venues um, and things like that in which Michelle's season of The Bachelorette is going to be. But I think people know they are filming here in Minneapolis. Joey lives right in the heart of downtown Minneapolis. He is just steps away from U.S. Bank Stadium. So, Joey, tell me a little bit about some of this inside information. The most trusted source of news is always Joey Havlick. So we, we, we look forward to hearing this here. Some of your inside information on Michelle's season. Yeah, like you said... It- it, the news kind of broke they're going to be filming um, m- some of Michelle's season, which seems like there's a pretty large chunk of her season uh, that's being filmed here, right here in Minneapolis. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're filming here. Like, I didn't think I would ever see her or, you know, you never really catch wind of these things. Boy, was I wrong, Mike. Okay. I mean, okay. okay, I was. I couldn't have been more wrong on that. Joey's one. Joey's acting like he was going up and hugging Michelle, and he was like becoming best friends with everybody. <laughs> let's 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 take it. Let's take it. Maybe one quick step back here before before we get too crazy. But you're right. You did. You did. Well, well I'll let you tell it. What what exactly went down? <clears throat> so I, I'm honestly trying to figure out where to start, but I will start with chronological order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got like 50 um, things written down. So first, on Sunday, I was driving back um, from Des Moines. I had a, a wedding down there. It was a great, great time. Um, not relevant to this podcast. Anyways, okay. I was driving back from Des Moines, and, and my phone started blowing up. And people were like, have you have you seen? Have you heard? There, there's a date going on at the at the Target Field at, at, at the Twins game. And Michelle threw the first pitch. Like, they're there. I'm like, what? No, I didn't hear about that. And I was 
kind of bummed that I honestly wasn't there for it. But that was the first thing that happened. Yeah, they Michelle was uh, at a Twins game, and that was very public. It's so funny because usually these dates aren't this public. Like they usually like shut down the whole venue. Sure, but they had a full stadium of Twins fans. Right, and they threw and she threw out the first pitch. She threw right? the first pitch. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's not like exactly. It's not like they're trying to hide the fact that this is what's going on. Like they're making a big deal out of it. They're putting her in the forefront. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which I think is cool. Um, you know, I Minneapolis. I like that has kind of been through a lot recently and I don't know it's cool it's kind of there I love that she's filming here yeah I think it's it's, aw- it's great I think it's, it's awesome great. you know what it's so cool too because Michelle uh, aside from being just aw- an awesome awesome person that I think everybody who watched Matt's season likes and respects Michelle she reps Minnesota so well she talks about Minnesota all the time she's from Edina it's on her name every single time she talks about the fact she teaches in Edina she is pure Minnesota. I love that about her, and I love the fact that the Bachelor producers are having her film some of this in Minnesota because I just think it makes sense. It's just because she was um, really, again, I just love the way she rep Minnesota. So, yeah, it is cool that she's filming here. Yeah, no, I I mean, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, she represents the state extremely well. Um, Super-duper nice. I know we talked about it before, but um, I got a picture with her. uh, This is like a couple months ago downtown. And you've gotten she, a few pictures with her. Yeah, I mean, actually, I did. I got another picture with her at Cowboy Jack's as well. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I've met her a couple of times. And each time she is very, very nice. Like for being right. I love that. a celebrity, um, she's genuinely super nice. Like the first time I met her, she literally was like, hey, let's go over here to like so it's better lighting for the photo and just little things like that. It's like, yeah, that's so nice versus like her being like, I don't have time for a photo, you know, so or anyways, or, or, yeah. or her agreeing to take the photo. But, you know, just doing it as quickly as she can and kind of making you feel like you don't really matter, which is probably common with celebrities. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I'm sure they have to take photo after photo after photo and it does get exhausting. But for her to say little things like that, like, yeah, let's come over here. The photo will look better. That just kind of shows that she cares about the people that want to meet her you know what i mean and there's something to be said about that i the more we talk about this the more i'm kind of getting excited for her season now too i think that's going to be really fun actually um and yeah michelle's just awesome so yeah continue yeah no i agree i i know i'm super duper excited for michelle's season as well um okay so that was the first sighting so these other three so we got a we got a, a a target a target field sighting target field sighting okay so this next one is me on Sunday, so I'm I have been going out on a lot of Sundays. Have um, you? You don't say have like that hasn't been documented on this podcast about a million different times. Did you rip Roki? It's funny. Uh, yeah, we I, I did rip Roki eventually. Did you rip DOJ? Uh, I did rip DOJ. There you Actually, go. Actually, yeah, I yep, did. Yeah, that's what we expect. Um, yeah, but it's funny because Sunday used to not be a day that I would go out, but it's been like it, we're, we're, we just came out of the pandemic, and it's it's so nice every Sunday here. I mean, it's nice every day here. It's for beautiful the last, right like, now. Yeah, yeah, it's been beautiful. Um, so, anyways, I'm scootering because Sundays are for scootering. Sundays are for scootering. So, scoot, scoot. You grabbed you grabbed, <laughs> you grabbed one of those. Uh, what what are they called again? I don't even remember. I haven't been on one in so long. Um, well, the, originally it was like bird and lime, but I don't know. Lime, lime. that's the one I'm familiar with. Yeah. yeah, except for lime is like toast. I don't know lime. They're like I don't gone see those now. scooters around yeah. this much anymore. Yeah, but you were scooting around. But okay. I was scooting around. And I was going to meet um, Andy at Cowboy Jack's and I I was scooting over there and I'm like, wait a minute. I've heard that they're filming at the Marquette, like they're staying at the Marquette Hotel in in downtown. 
I'm like, you know what? There's no way they actually are. There's no way I'd see them. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to swing over there. So that's literally the information you had. If someone told you that they were filming at the Marquette, you had no idea if it was true or not. I had no idea if it was true or not. I just heard a rumor. They're filming at the Marquette. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to. It's basically on my way. So I I went over there. And sure enough, (laughs) huge cameras outside. Massive tripods. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Looks like it's right, unless it's some random news story, but I don't think it is. As soon as you got there, there were tripods and cameras everywhere. Cameras, people, producers, everywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I scooted over there. I'm in like a twins jersey. (laughs) Like it's open. I have like a white tee under. Like I'm like scrubbing. Just scrubbing. Yeah. Sunday scrub. (laughs) The Sunday scrub. And these guys... So I'm like, oh my gosh. And they're mean mugging me. They're like, you got to get out of here. Like I was, cause I was like right by them at the market. They, they said that they didn't say anything to me, but they were like mean mugging. Their the eyes said everything. Yeah. yeah. Their eyes said everything. So I'm like, okay. So I went across the street and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Cowboy Jacks. <laughs> like I don't need to sit here any longer, but I was across the street and I was like, you know what? I'll wait here for like two more minutes. Cause it looked like they were gearing up for something. And sure enough, big white van pulls up in front of the market. I had, I was not there for more than three minutes. <laughs> And Michelle herself just pops out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She just popped right out. Um, and um, um, yeah, so she she jumped out and no, she she looked great. Um, and the, I was trying to find. So you were there. How long were you there? I was there for like five minutes. And so you show up there. So let me get this straight. You go to the Marquette because someone told you they're maybe filming at the Marquette. You show up at the Marquette on your Lime scooter or whatever you're scooting around on. You get there. And three minutes later, Michelle pulls up in a white van and just gets out. C- correct. That's insane. That That's like really odd timing. And I know you're not lying. Normally, I would call you out for lying right now because that's just what I do. But in this case, you took pictures of the whole situation, right? Yeah. I, no, I have I have photos. Pixar didn't happen and the pics are there. Yeah. No, I have pictures of it all. And yeah, it seriously was just that coincidental of timing. Like I, it was just totally random. I just showed up. And there's like, I wasn't even going to stay either. That's the thing. I was on my way to, to meet a friend. So I was literally just about to go and just right place, right time. I guess got the lucky. Star, the stars aligned yes. and have got to see Michelle outside the, uh, was it the Marquette they're filling? Marquette, the Marquette hotel. Yeah. Okay. And it was weird cause she was in a van, but there was no one else with her, but producers, there was no like other guys or anything. So, okay. but yeah, no, she was, uh, she, she looked all production ready and, uh, I don't know, looked like she was having a good time. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I just she looks like her. she's having a good time. <laughs> what do you mean? Did she get out of the van? She was like smiling and jumping around and everything. What do you mean? She looks like she's having a good time. She's in a van. <laughs> all right. That might've been a little, what, that what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? She looks like she's having a good time. She's not at a party. She's just getting out of a van, getting ready for the producers to tell her what to do next. All right. Right. That, that might have been a little embellished. A little embellished. But we, we, but we expect that, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we need you to embellish and for me to call you out on the fact that you're embellishing and then we're, uh, the, everything's back into its uh, normal place. So, yeah. um, okay, that was the uh, next sighting. Next sighting. Gosh, all right, we're at 10 minutes here. I wonder if I should save some of these for the next episode, but yeah, we'll, just, we'll run through them. No, let's run through them. Yeah. So the next sighting was... My sister um, is amazing, and she works at HCMC downtown. And again, this is on Monday, <laughs> so 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 oh, Sunday. Joy. So Sunday was the Twins game, and then after the Twins game was the Marquette sighting. So now it's Monday, okay? And all of a sudden, my sister Sarah she starts blowing up my phone, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, look at this going right out on right outside the stadium! 
we can see it from the window at HCMC, which is the hospital downtown. Okay. And I literally am like, what is going on? And it's like, it's, there's a big screen outside the stadium on the ship. There's like a Viking ship. And it said, it's Michelle. Come in and find me. Like, I'm talking to you, all of you. Come inside the stadium and find me. And it was, like, very, like, cryptic. Yeah, that's pretty intense. (laughs) But it was very, I mean, it was very intentional. It was for the show. Yeah. And my sister's so funny. She's not plugged in, so she had no idea what was going on. And if that were me, I'd be, like, freaking out. I'd be, like, running around the hospital (laughs) telling everyone to come to the window. Joey would stop working and just start running around. And just he would be, like, a sixth grader who, like, had his first Mountain Dew. That's what it would be like. It would be, like, a sixth grader (laughs) with his first Mountain Dew just running around, so excited, so happy about everything. That's exactly what you would be like. Um, Your sister's not uh, a Batser fan, however, so she did not know who Michelle was. Yeah, she didn't know who Michelle was, and like neither did her coworkers. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I would have known right away." I mean, honestly, very, very top of mind for me right now. It's what I'm thinking about quite a bit of where they're filming and where it might be. To be honest with you, Joey is Joey's really gunning in on this inside information. So okay, um, so so your sister said your sister saw some stuff on the sign, and then you went out there. Yeah, the so I'm like, oh my gosh. I am going, I'm, I'm putting boots on the ground because I live right by U.S. Bank Stadium for people that don't know that. And I was like, I am literally going. So I went down, got on my bike, went over to where the screen was. Nothing. Nobody. No producers. No, no Michelle. No guys. Nothing. Okay. However, not to tangent too far, there was one random guy playing a guitar. And I thought for sure, for sure, this guy was part of the show. Talk to the guy. Not a part of the show. Great guy. <laughs> Alex from San Diego. If you're listening, shout out. What up? I, I doubt Alex from San Diego is listening. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know for sure, but if Alex from San Diego is in fact listening, you are the man. You're awesome. Alex told Joey to take a video of him, and Joey took a video of this guy, Alex, playing a song on the guitar, and it was the worst audio quality I've ever heard in my entire life. You hear nothing but wind. It's just complete wind out there. You can hear a very, very faint glimpse of what it is he's playing. It was literally the worst audio. <laughs> quality I've ever heard somebody take on a phone before with this Alex guy who wanted to be recorded. I, I can't imagine Alex was too thrilled uh, with the outcome of, of that of that, uh, that 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 video there. But um, okay, so 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 you you had you went over there, but you didn't you didn't see much, right? Yeah, I, I didn't see much. Okay, but, um, but we know some stuff's going down there. Yeah, it looked like they were filming inside the stadium, um, and then my sister actually had another person in the hospital send her a video. Um, but we're getting into spoiler territory, so I won't go in too much no, more. No, we want to stay still clear spoilers. Yep. But um, but yeah, they were they were filming. It looked like they were filming a date at the stadium, which is great. U.S. Bank Stadium is absolutely beautiful, so I'm sure it was a great date. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. So. Sounds 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 great. Yeah. And then and then we got another we got yet another one. <laughs> and then today today Tuesday literally today this happened literally yes. literally literally hours ago. Okay. okay. Did I say literally enough? You did. You, okay. you, you said right. literally plenty of times there. Yeah. Okay. So I got word. I don't know how I keep getting word. I guess people know I love The Bachelor. and They must know a thing or two about this podcast. Yeah. Because you're willing <laughs> to head out there and do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I got word that they were out at Lord Fletcher's, which is a restaurant on Lake Minnetonka. And again, I was like, they're not really out there. Like you hear rumors and you're like, how would that be true? But 
What I found out is most of the time they are true. <laughs> you're, you're usually finding that there's some kind of merit to what people are telling you. Okay. And it's almost just like it'd be too random if it wasn't true type of deal. So I had I knew some people that were there, and I actually know the head chef there, um, Hackett. He's Mike Hackett. He's an actually amazing guy. He's probably not listening, but Hackett, if you do tune into this, what up? Yeah, someone who knows Hackett. Yeah, let let Hackett know he's the man. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, Hackett is is the man. And I asked him this morning. I'm like, have you heard? Like, is this confirmed? He's like, yeah, I think they're gonna be here. And I'm like, no way and i wasn't gonna go hop in your car and he's off to the races baby he's driving 85 miles an hour to lord fletcher's ain't nobody gonna stop him well that was yeah well i got the news this morning that was confirmed and so i was like i'm not gonna go i've been so busy i'm not doing it but then it was like kind of like later this afternoon early evening i got word she's here she just showed up like she's they're actually here and that is when I immediately dropped everything, <laughs> everything I was doing. Nothing was more important at that moment. The priorities. And got in my car and drove from downtown clear out to Lord Fletcher's, which is a half hour drive. And it's a restaurant on the lake. So I showed up to Fletcher's. And again, I won't go into too much territory, but I did see Michelle um, out there on a date. And it was it was crazy. It's just crazy. Like seeing her yeah, it is in cool. person and seeing them filming. It's so cool. It's like, I, I don't know, I've always been fascinated with behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, me too. I am too. Yeah. And it's just so crazy. Like one thing I noticed too is like how many producers there are. There's so many producers. I mean, there, there had to have been 30 plus. Producers. Oh really? You're kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's so many. And God, just to get a take of them doing whatever they're doing, you need 30 producers, huh? That's crazy yeah, to me. It's crazy. crazy. And it's crazy because I know we were talking about this before we started, but it's crazy to me. Like I always thought like they just, they were on a date and they just do whatever and they would just film whoever's on the date, just doing whatever. But it was interesting. It's more, it was more like they would do like scenes, right? They would do like, okay, we're going to go do this now. We're going to go do this now. We're going to go do this now. Sure. And it was more like, okay, like you're going to go on this, you know, you're going to go pose over here type of deal yep. versus just like them doing whatever they do on a normal date. So I do understand why it's probably tough for them to like truly fall in love hey, on I the show. just about to say that. Um, because it's like, you're, you're like, it's like, you're like, you know, it's so, I mean, we know the show is somewhat scripted. We always want to believe it's, it's not, but it's, it's definitely interesting. Like, how a lot of the relationships at the end of the day, at the end of like the season, they don't work out and whatever. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on because it's, yeah, it's hard to be natural when you have like 20 cameras shoved in your face. Right. But at the same time, they do the best they can. I mean, it's, it's for entertainment of, and but for, in, for love. It, but in terms of <laughs> for love, for love, for, for, for here, love. Here, here's what I'll say in terms of being, in terms of getting to know somebody, um, and, and getting to know who they really are the best that you possibly can, that becomes, I would say, pretty much impossible if the producers are directing you during the scene, during the scene, because you're going to want to do things and the producers might not want you to do those certain things, you know, that you might want to say things, but the producers might want you to hold off on those things. They're also kind of moving them 
around and making sure they get all these perfect shots, which is, again, you said it right, Joey, is something we expect on the show, right? We kind of expect things to be filmed that way, but it's very interesting. I kind of envy you for having that experience to kind of see what things are like behind the scenes and how the producers are kind of manipulating the shots and making everything kind of happen. And I think you're spot on correct. In terms of really making real connections and falling in love, I mean, that's hard to do when there's 30 people surrounding you at all times. There's not a lot of intimacy there, is there? Right? Because when we when we watch the show, it looks like it's just those two, and that's it. But the reality, which you kind of found out today, Joey, um, is that there's 30, Not only I've said this too, not only are there cameras there, there are camera people. There are 30 producers that are there. It's like, it's got to be hard to be yourself and to really make a connection with people when... You do it, and then they kind of say cut scene, and then you just kind of move on. It's just, it's, it's, it's odd, and it would be very difficult to be genuine and to make a genuine connection with somebody when those cameras are on all the time. I think you have to have some kind of a um, experience with, I don't want to say acting. I don't believe that people are acting necessarily, but to have that experience in front of a camera, I got to imagine, is important in being on the show, wouldn't you think? Yeah. No, I, I mean, I completely agree. Yeah. And I... I think, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be so hard. Yeah, I don't know how these people have make any sort of connections on the show. Honestly, after what <laughs> right, I saw after today. After what you saw today, yeah. Um, yeah, it seems crazy to think that any connections form, to be honest with you. Let um, alone the amount of time. Yeah. Not only is it a short amount of time, it's also a short amount of time with no real one-on-one intimate connection being made there because there's always producers, there's always cameras, there's always other people besides you and the, the significant other. So, it, yeah, I mean, it becomes pretty much impossible the way that I see it. So that's very interesting, Joey. Thanks for uh, breaking all that down. Um, I think, yeah, I think seeing the producers in action right there would be something to, to, to really be seen. So uh, thanks for breaking all that down. Uh, Joey's inside information uh, that, that may or may not be an ongoing segment on the show. We're going to we're going to see what kind of inside information Havlick gets. But at this point, you went. Did you go four days in a row with having some kind of inside information? Yeah, that was literally four <laughs> days in a row. So excessive. With in, in, wait, so excessive. Sunday, or three, three, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. OK. But four different things. Four different things. <laughs> oh, OK, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. OK. Okay. Yeah, and it's so crazy. Like, I thought I would never, ever get one thing. So, like, I'm not expecting me to get anything more. But who knows? I mean, I wasn't expecting anything. Yeah, and you're I on already fire. Got, yeah, you're I don't, on it's fire. crazy. Um, so, one thing. I have a new nickname that has formed. Oh, no. You you did not. Did you make a new nickname for yourself? Oh, yeah. Who I mean, makes I a nickname for themselves? I made a self-proclaimed Nobody, nobody, nobody does a self-proclaimed nickname. Okay, what's your self-proclaimed nickname? With all this insider information. Okay, let's ease off on cup. all the inside information, <laughs> all right? You saw her a few times. That's basically what happened. But what what do we got? <laughs> all this insider information coupled with me looking like a spitting image of Ryan Gosling. Nope, 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 no, 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 no,
Reality Ryan from here on out. Okay, that's so <laughs> that is so over the top. You're not Reality Ryan. You are not Reality Ryan. You got a long ways to go here um, before before you can really take over the name Reality Ryan. But you did give us some solid information there, um, and that's really funny that all of that stuff kind of lined up uh, one right after the other. Reality Ryan. That's okay, my name. You're not reality my name Ryan. Is that? You're not no nobody nobody call him that. If anybody <laughs> sees him and listens to this podcast, do not ever call him reality Ryan. All right. Do not give him the satisfaction he's looking for there. Um but 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 again, very well done, Joey. Um I want to get into Bachelor in Paradise here. Holy smokes, we kind of beat around the bush there for a while. I, I want to first make this clear. I have never seen Bachelor in Paradise. This is my first time ever watching the show, and Joey, all I'm hearing from people is Bachelor in Paradise is the best. It is the best version of the show. It is nonstop drama. It is constant, just balls to the wall. There's always stuff going on. What makes Bachelor in Paradise so good? Is it as good as people say? I should ask that first, and if so, what makes it good? I will say this. It it can be a like hit or miss, kind of, Okay, but usually it's hit, and usually it is great, because... It's usually more nonstop action. You yeah. know, in the I can see why. Yeah. In the bachelor season, you have more ebbs and flows or bachelor, bachelorette, the traditional format. More it's kinda like, oh yeah, this is really good and eh, this is not so good. But it's more nonstop action. And the best part about Paradise which you'll see is is the love triangles. You got lo- lots of love triangles oh, that were can't formed. even imagine. Can't even and imagine. The drama that gets created from the love triangles is just unmatched. Yeah, and it's it's it's. I bet I bet people are really cr- do people cry like pretty hysterically on Paradise. I mean, I see that in the preview, but if they are, I get it. <laughs> like, I get why they are because to go through a love triangle in itself is very very difficult. But to go through a love triangle, but you're right there in the thick of it, watching the person you like make out with somebody else right there in front of your eyes. That's excruciating. I mean, it's no wonder why it's kind of nonsense. So you people do. I mean, is it just a, are, are people's emotions just a mess when they get into those love triangles? Because I imagine that it's just tear fest 97 up in there whenever everything is going on. Am I wrong? Oh, no, no, you're spot on. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, once the once the floodgates open. Yeah, it gets people are there. Yeah. A lot of tears um, start flowing. And it's so funny, too. They like purposely like set up love triangles and bring people they already back. are they already are yeah, and i don't yeah, love it yeah. i don't love that they're bringing kendall back um grocery store joe's old i'm gonna talk about grocery store joe in a second it seems mean to me and i get abc doesn't care you know if they're mean or not whatever but grocery store joe obviously still has feelings for kendall right and so grocery store joe shows up and he just thinks he's well i'm, I'm gonna talk about grocery store joe now actually the common man for the common man. My favorite character on on Bachelor in Paradise by far is is Grocery Store Joe. I want to explain why. First of all, he shows up, and as soon as his feet touch the Bachelor in Paradise sand, he immediately wants to go home. He immediately regrets showing up there. He feels like he doesn't fit in. He's talking about this is all reminding him of his ex, Kendall, and all of these things are happening, Joey, and it happens. The second his feet touch the paradise sand, he's like, I need to go home. And I love, I, the thing I love about Grocery Store Joe is he's not afraid to address his insecurities. I've never seen a Bachelor contestant that is just 
upfront with the cameras about their own insecurities. For example, somebody made some, some kind of comment about grocery store Joe's shirt. And it wasn't a very flattering comment. They were saying something kind of negative about his shirt. I don't remember exactly what they yeah, said. Someone, someone said it was something along the lines of like, you look like you just came from the gym or like, oh, that's or right. like you look like that's you were like in a right. gym catalog or that's, something. That's right. And as soon as he heard that, he immediately goes, oh my God, I screwed up all my packing. All my <laughs> packing is screwed up. I have no good clothes here. Everything is messed up. I was going to get a haircut, but I uh, ended up not getting the haircut. So I kind of screwed that up as well. I And then he says, it never ceases to amaze me how awkward I can be. He says, I definitely didn't think all of this through. And he says, like, he feels like he just doesn't quite fit in. Grocery store Joe is the common man for the common man. There is not one person in the world that cannot relate to grocery store Joe. And I think the moment for me was when he was laying down. Do you remember that? Grocery store Joe, he, he laid down and he just put the shirt over his head for a little bit. He just laid there and put the shirt over his head. And honestly, in that moment, I kind of felt for him. I kind of felt bad for him in that very moment because I could tell that was a guy who just wanted to hide. He just wanted to not be there for like two hours and then like maybe come back. But for the time being, he just wanted to hide. But what are your options? You're not going to go to the hiding room of Bachelor in Paradise where they just don't film you in that room for a little bit. No, if you're in it, you're in it. And he had no options. And I could tell the dude just wanted to get away. So he literally just lays down and puts the, the, the shirt over his head. And I presume he just thinks about absolutely nothing right then. Or he's just doing everything he can to pretend like he's not actually there because I could tell he just wanted to be out of there. And like I said, I kind of felt like bad for him in that case. And then he starts talking to Wells and I'm conflicted because he says he's thinking about leaving. And there's, there's two parts of me that's going on. The first part when grocery store Joe says he's thinking about leaving, I'm, I'm thinking, no, I really like this guy. I relate to this guy a lot. I think he's a very, again, I say we are all grocery store Joe. I think he's just the most relatable person in the world because, again, we all have these kind of insecurities. And for, for Joe, grocery store Joe to address those insecurities to me shows that it, like, hiding the fact that you are insecure is not a sign of weakness. You know, that's the way grocery store Joe, I think kind of interprets it is, is it's not a sign of weakness. I think, I feel like it's a rare trait to see on the bachelor is somebody not hiding the fact that they are insecure because I feel like people can think that that's a sign of weakness is to feel insecure. Grocery store Joe goes the opposite way with that. And I really, really respect that. And I really like that a lot about them, about him. And I imagine that's what other people like about him too. So he's talking to Wells and he's talking about leaving and there's one part of me that's saying don't leave i like you i want you on the show for the podcast you are you are podcast gold grocery store you're a grocery store joe stay on the show because you are awesome and then there's another part of me that's like you maybe should leave because i could tell i could tell that grocery store joe when he's i could tell he was very bothered. I could tell he was in a certain amount of pain just by being there. And I think he started to get a little bit teared up when he was talking about, um, what's her name again, Joey, his ex-girlfriend that he met there. Yeah. Kendall. Long. Kendall. So he clearly still has some feelings for Kendall. And I think, um, Wells mentioned something about the whole PTSD of kind of being back to that beach and kind of remembering Kendall. And that was really difficult for him. Very, 
very happy to see that things worked out with him and Serena P, who seems to be a super hot commodity there, isn't she? Serena P is a very hot commodity, and it, it makes sense. I mean, she's a very beautiful girl. She is, in my opinion, nice. I know you, you're not the b- biggest fan, I don't think, so-so on her. I do like her. She was a big, uh, big commodity there. But everything seemed to really kind of work out for Grocery Store Joe, and I was so relieved and so happy to see that happen. Like I said, I feel like he's just a common man. He just kind of represents just so many people. I think he's a very, very relatable character. I could, I, I was able to relate to him quite a bit. Joey, give me your thoughts on Grocery Store Joe. Is he somebody that I found to be an early favorite and somebody who's quite a bit different than other Bachelor or Bachelorette contestants I've seen in the past? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think you, it would be hard not to like him. Um, and honestly, I'm honored to, to share a name with him. I mean, he is a good guy. Hey, there you go. I Grocery know. Store Joe. I know. Grocery Store Joe. Grocery Store Joe. And then we got Cowboy Joe got, over here. Got, Cowboy got, Joe. Cowboy Wedding Joe. We got uh, the Beach Cowboy Joe. I mean, there's all kinds <laughs> of Joes going on over there. Joey always comes up. Joey always wears a cowboy hat uh, to Bourbon Creek shows. Hey, Bourbon Creek, by the way, our band is playing Friday at Cowboy Jacks. I always got to plug my band when I can. We're playing Friday at Cowboy Jacks. Uh, Joey always wears a, uh, a cowboy hat and then calls himself Cowboy Joe. But yeah, we got Grocery Store Joe. And yeah, I don't know how anyone could dislike him either. Yeah, I mean... I agree with you. It is so refreshing seeing someone on the show that you, you you hit the nail on the head. Like, it was so perfect. It was like, that doesn't care about sharing their insecurities. Yeah. Because, yeah, because, I mean, I honestly couldn't have said it better myself. Because people think it's weakness. And people are always want to be macho on the show. They always want to be the tough guy. Exactly. The guy that doesn't ever show weakness, that never cries. And, and honestly, even what we learned from last season... Um, when some of the guys did cry, like when like Connor B left and, and different things, it didn't, it's not bad to do that. It's, you know, it shows that you're real. Right. And so I think it's a sign of confidence. Yeah, like people yeah. think that showing your insecurities can be a sign of weakness, but I would say it's the opposite. I would say showing your insecurities is a sign of strength and a sign of confidence and confidence in yourself. You're right, Joey. I, I think of a guy like Aaron, for example, do you think Aaron's going to address his insecurities and be like, Ooh, I think I packed wrong. Ooh, I, I'm really feeling uncomfortable here. If Aaron was feeling uncomfortable there, he would like double up to make sure on the outside, he appeared even more comfortable. You know what I mean? And I'm speculating on Aaron. Aaron, if you're listening to this, I'm totally speculating on you, dude. I have absolutely no idea. But the point is, Grocery Store Joe goes the other way with it. There's something to be said about when he says, it never ceases to amaze me how awkward <laughs> I can be. I just thought that was brilliant uh, because he really wanted to make a connection with Serena C. Didn't really seem like it was working out for him the first time he talked to her, and that's when he said that. But yeah. Yeah, or Serena P. I'm sorry, did I say Serena C? Yeah. Serena P. But Serena C is also on the beach, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know. She hasn't shown up yet, but I don't like her. Oh, yeah, no, or she's going a, to be. Not a fan. But, um, yeah, it was funny how Grocery Store Joe was like, I don't know if I can be here. But then he looked pretty pretty cozy with Serena P, though, on the uh, in one of those, like, what are they, like, the day, right. day beds or whatever yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, yeah. He didn't look as like he was hating his life as much at the end of that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Things things really worked out for Yeah, exactly. Things really worked out for him. And like I said, I was glad to see that happen. Um, but now I'm kind of upset they're going to bring Kendall back. Like, come on, ABC. Like, I get we need to do what we can for drama, but this grocery store Joe guy is already going through it. He's He's struggling there. Even after the Serena P stuff, I imagine he's still not totally confident um, and totally there. For them to bring Kendall 
back is just an absolute slap in the face to grocery store Joe. You might as well just absolutely smack the guy upside the head is the way that I see it. And I don't want anybody to do anything bad to grocery store Joe. I only want the best things to happen to grocery store Joe. And for ABC to bring Kendall back is not a good thing for Grocery Store Joe. Um, Joey, thoughts on them bringing Kendall back, I think, next episode. I imagine that's going to create one hell of a love triangle with Serena P getting involved, potentially. Yeah, and you don't you don't know Kendall, do you? I do not. So Kendall, she was, like, one of my favorites. She, she's a gem. She's really, yeah. she's really nice. Um, you know, she's good-looking. Kind of checked all of Joe's boxes. I know she did. He really, really liked her. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. She's just a super nice girl, um, genuine. Um, and, and I could see how he fell so hard for her the first time. And he said, because he, he got asked by Serena P, was the breakup mutual? I haven't really read into it. I am I think it was her that broke it off. Sure. I, I have to kind of imagine. Um, I, I guess I don't know for sure, but that's just kind of what, uh, what I'm crunching. I don't know. Anyways he's going to be a mop. He is going to be an absolute oh, mop. Oh, God. You can I know, tell. I know. He still I has very, it. very clear feelings for Kendall. Um, it's, he, he needs to get out of there, honestly. Yeah. If he needs to do the best, the best thing for grocery store Joe is to get out of there. The best thing for ABC is for him to stay and to watch his whole life kind of be just shook when they bring Kendall back. Um, and that's more than likely what is going to happen here. Grocery store Joe, I love you. You need to get out of there. I want... I, I, again, I'm conflicted because I like the guy. I want to see him on my screen. But when Kendall shows up, it's going to be a mess. I know he's not going to leave, but he should. He should leave. That's the <laughs> the best thing for grocery store Joe is to leave right now. I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, as, as much as that might be wishful thinking, yeah, uh, that's definitely not going to happen. And he is definitely going to go in all out. Grocery store Joe meltdown mode. Oh God! If I don't want to see that happen. I yeah. like grocery store Joe. I don't want to see anything bad happen to grocery store Joe. He is the common man. We are all grocery store Joe. We should all root for grocery store Joe together. All right. Nothing bad ever happens to him. I don't want to see this Kendall mess happen. Yeah, yeah. Nothing bad until I bring Kendall back. Because if you thought he was a mess on the beach with his shirt over his head, oh man, you are better buckle in because it's gonna get a lot more crazy than that. And it actually looked interesting because it looked actually like Serena P was actually in a puddle too. It looked like she was on a mop because again, love triangles. You'll you'll be very become very familiar with the Bachelor in Paradise sure. love triangle. And it looks like she was just absolutely the waterworks were flowing with Serena P with the the, the grocery store Joe tears. So I think we're gonna get that, and it's gonna be interesting. I mean, if Kendall goes for someone else, we might have a double love triangle. It's gonna get crazy. I'm for it. A double love triangle. We have like a love diamond going on, kind of, don't we? I mean, what, what's going on? Not a diamond. What, I don't know what we have. That's like we're forming new shapes here. I don't know. Yeah, we have like Venn diagrams. Is insane. I don't this know. Is insane. Yeah, the it, show it gets, is insane. Yeah, it gets insane. Uh, I am, yeah, it's going to be, I feel bad for Joe, but when they bring Kendall back, it is going to make for very entertaining TV. Uh, it'll make for dramatic television. Um, There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't know. They don't usually bring back exes that often with other people that are currently in Paradise. Yeah, they shouldn't. They, um, they shouldn't. That yeah. should be like just like an etiquette thing. You don't do that to people. Like, there's got to be some kind of standard. I'm not saying you have to have high standards, ABC. I'm just saying you got to have some kind of standards when it comes to the well-being of this pe of these people. And bringing back exes, just I, I, I get it, but 
you know, it, it's just a lot. That's just a lot to deal with. And grocery store Joe's going to go through it. And uh, I don't really like seeing that happen to him, but is what it is, I guess. Yeah, it's like that show. Have you heard of like X on the Beach? I've heard of it. I think Matt and Ty were talking about it actually on our uh, finale. Yeah, yeah, it's, they mentioned something about it. I've never seen it, but I know some people have watched it, and they said it was like brain melting. I think is how they described it. And basically, the whole premise of that show is they bring back exes and and put them all on a beach together. Okay, and just see what happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> but in that case, you're kind of. But in that case, you're kind of signing up, knowing, hey, this is what's going to happen, right? You might sign up on the show because maybe there are some untied things going on with your ex that you actually want to address on reality television. That's apparently the channel you decided to, or the medium you decided to express it on. Um, I don't know. I it, it seems like grocery store Joe didn't sign up for this. You know, he signed up to be on Paradise, but he didn't sign up for the Kendall thing, the X on the beach thing. It seems like those people know they're going to see their exes. Um, it seems like grocery store Joe doesn't necessarily know that's going to happen, but um, is what it is. Um, Joey, David Spade, thoughts on um, Spadesky hosting the, the, the show so far. Any thoughts on our, our boy, David Spade still can't believe they chose him to be the host yeah it's it's crazy <laughs> they chose him to be the host um it at first I was not here for it like I was like David Spade really yeah I, I don't know I wasn't here for him but however he's doing pretty good actually he's he's got his classic trademarked dry sense of humor yep and absolutely it's, it actually is kind of working I actually don't hate it um do I love it yet Verdict's still out. Do I hate it? Not not yet, I guess. Here's the thing I like about him. He's a comedian. He's making jokes. Now, not all of his jokes are landing. He's he's I, I saw him make several jokes that were just kind of uh, not not great, but he's constantly making jokes and he's making entertainment out of it. He's making it funny. He had a few jokes. He made me laugh out loud when Wells was talking about the recap of the night. First of all, David Spade was like, dude, I zonked out at like 8 p.m. I have no idea what happened. I missed everything. Tell me what happened. I missed every single thing that happened. And Wells was like, well, everybody was making out. Um, he goes, yeah, Connor B and so and so made out. And then and uh, David Spade just goes, ooh, French? <laughs> like, why would Wells know that? Why would Wells know if they're French kissing or not? He goes, ooh, French? I don't know why you even think to say that. I thought it was hilarious. It made me laugh out loud. Um, I think it's good. I think it's a good idea. I know a lot of people were, like, not happy with David Spade when that decision was made, I was fine with it. I, first of all, again, I didn't, I don't watch the show for the host. I've said that a billion times. I don't need to say that again, but I don't, I don't watch the show for the host. I watch it for the characters and watch it to see what's going to kind of develop with the characters. But with David Spade, he's always making jokes. There's always something going on with him. And he is a funny guy. I've always found David, David Spade to be funny. So I, I think he's doing a good job so far. Um, what's the role of Wells exactly? He's the bartender, but what's going on with him? He seems like he's a pretty big deal over there. Yeah, so he's the bartender in Paradise, and like he said, I think this is like his fifth season or yeah, something. Yeah, he does doing a lot, it. yeah. And it looks like he's pretty much uh, without, like, with the absence of, like, a real host, and David Spade's it's his first time doing it. He's, like, really stepping in a lot. Like, he obviously, he gave, like, all the rules, the ground rules, and, like, it seems like he's going to play a pretty big role as, like, a pretty significant like co-host it looks sure. like yeah um in the Good. show i like that guy i like wells he seems like a cool guy yeah he seems like a nice guy i mean he's loved uh by by bachelor nation and yeah i mean it's interesting yeah, he really did just like cement himself like he'll he'll show up sometimes in the normal season he did on katie's in real katie's quick, you're yeah. right he did you're you're right but he he like has kind of cemented himself as kind of like the like 
paradise like king almost or sure. he like he's like a staple in paradise that he's been there like the last five times um because he was on the show uh and then i think he may have gone come to paradise i don't know he's engaged or married to sarah highland now if you know who that is i do she's yeah. a modern family yeah. yes yeah. i do know who that is and i do know so. that they are engaged yeah that's interesting. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. I think I think the host. I think I, I like this host thing. I like little John being involved. I like um, uh, <laughs> Joey's faces are so funny <laughs> when I say something and he doesn't agree with it. He gives the funniest nonverbals I've ever seen. I like little John on Bachelor in Paradise. Joey, rip me a new one. I was out on little John when they announced it. I'm still out on little John. I I cannot <laughs> get behind little John having involvement in this show i'm sure he's a great guy little john <laughs> it's not if you're personal. listening it's not personal you don't have to do the if you're listening thing all right it's obviously not personal i was gonna, i was just gonna in, in in traditional bros in the breaker fashion i was just gonna say what up little john oh right right what's <laughs> up little? if you're listening what's up yeah um what up but honestly <laughs> what up like i said i think he's he's i'm sure he's great but i just don't see it for the bachelor um, with little John. And I just, there, it's weird. Cause he really wasn't in it except for like the promo, like the beginning and yeah, the end in or the whatever. Promo. And Lance Bass hasn't shown up yet. Neither has Titus Burgess, whatever that is. I don't know what Titus. Burgess yeah. Is. I, I really just wish none of these other people would show up. I think David just Spade and Wells Spade have got it. it. Yeah. Um, hopefully they figure that out, but it looks like they still show up anyways. Oh, oh I don't know. We'll see what we'll Sigh. see. Anyways. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm, We'll see what happens. I, it, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised to see that. It seems like what the Paradise host is doing is just kind of introducing the new people as they show up. Maybe they'll have some family meetings every once in a while or something like that. I don't I don't know exactly how it works. But um, whoever it is, I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm fine with little John um, kicking it and um, hanging out there if he wants to. i got no, no issue with that. Um, Abigail, Joey, you know, this is the last thing I want to mention. We'll get to your power rankings. You know... I love Abigail. She was my favorite contestant on Matt's season. There are two things I love about her. She's extremely kind, and she's extremely positive. Okay? She is a great, great person. She's going on a date with this Noah guy, and I'm kind of worried about this Noah guy. Because this Noah guy, while he seems like a good guy, he immediately starts kind of being like, well, first of all, Abigail said she wanted to take things slow. You're kind of on the wrong show, right? And that's—I think—that's kind of what Noah said. Noah's like, eh, "It's going to be kind of hard for me to take things slow." So I'm worried, Joey, that this Noah guy is not going to be able to match Abigail's speed, right? I got a feeling they're not going to be able to match speeds, and this Noah guy is going to kind of get over Abigail and move on to somebody else, and Abigail's going to have her heart ripped out. And I don't want to see that. I don't want to see grocery store Joe hurt i don't want to see abigail hurt i'm afraid both of those things are going to happen and they're going to happen in a very big way thoughts on this noah guy i'm worried about him it's interesting with noah he was kind of like the bad boy from um from i think it was tasha's season um he had a mustache he was kind of like almost a little bit of a villain i think i think the guys did gang up on him okay but he's kind of coming off not that way on this season uh, of Bachelor in Paradise, and it's interesting. You could tell they all had their like prearranged like first match. I think they they really did that a lot in this one. Like, so who do you got your eye on? They always do that, but they really seem to 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 drive that home. Anyways, yeah, they did. Um, so it seemed kind of prearranged. I'm thinking if it doesn't work out with them, there might be somebody else for Abigail. Um, potentially, it could be Noah. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. His reaction. He was kind of taken off guard, but 
I don't know. Um, and yeah, I mean, maybe Abigail's kind of on the wrong show. I agree with you. But I think that you could still kind of take it slow um, enough. I don't know. Um, anyways, that was kind of not even the greatest take. But I think Abigail, I agree. She's She definitely is like Bachelor Nation's sweetheart, it feels like. Yeah. I mean, she is just so nice and so loved. And I mean... I'm definitely on the Abigail train. It was good to see her on a date for yeah. a change, too, Joey. She didn't get to go on any date. She got screwed out of the one-on-ones on Matt's season. Still not over it. Not ever going to be over it. The fact that she got screwed out of the one-on-ones on Matt's season, I was just relieved to see her on a date at all. Hope things work out for Abigail. I'm a little skeptical of that, this Noah character, but we'll see what happens. Joey, let's get on with the uh, power rankings. It is now time for Joey's power rankings. This is the power rankings um, this kind episode? of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's power rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far kind of what the hell are these halfway and there is joey uh joey's power ranking song um as always this is the most confusing part of our show uh, if anybody's heard uh, uh bros in the break room they know why joey cannot explain what his power rankings are on when it comes to the bachelor and the bachelorette we don't know if it's the his favorite people from that episode or the best people from the whole season or the people he likes the most or the people he thinks are going to win we don't know and he really offers us no insight as to what the hell they are every single time we do it now, we're obviously going to do things differently here with Bachelor in Paradise, but we do want to get some power rankings in Paradise. I see no reason not to. So how are we going to do this? How, do, how are we going to structure this? So we're gonna, I'm going to list off some guys I like, some girls I like, and some people I don't like. Okay. Are these in order or just no order? Uh, they're kind of, well, it was going to be three guys, three girls, and three people combined I didn't like, but I... I think I have kind of a random number, so it's just going to be kind of listing stuff. Okay. I, I honestly have no idea what you just said. Like, I'm not kidding. The last 30 seconds of you talking, I have no idea what you said. I have no idea what any of that was. Um, okay. Um, go ahead. I gained literally no knowledge. Like, just go ahead because I don't know what the hell these are. Um, okay. Um, so I think you said you had top three guys. Why don't yeah. you start there? Okay. So... Um, Let's go with my third guy. Uh, I'm going to go with Trey. Um, we didn't really see him that much. <laughs> they, but... were, they were beating a dead horse with the uncle. Yes. <laughs> Was, oh, my did, did goodness. Did she make out with Trey's uncle, Joey? I didn't catch that. I didn't catch oh, that 50 times. Oh, you missed that? Uh, the <laughs> I must one have 50 it. times that ABC <laughs> told us that? It's like we oh, get it. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, sometimes when you like uh have the same content on there over and over yeah that just just that was a lot it was like it was it was it was good it was good to know that information you know once twice three times but like the like seventh time yeah that was probably a lot yeah and it's it's funny and it's ironic until it stops becoming funny and ironic because you beat the horse so much and the abc (laughs) seemed to have failed there i mean yeah i mean what, what we've talked a lot about trey on katie's season i appreciate the fact that the dudes just got a very um, I, I like to say kind of he almost has this kind of tunnel vision kind of kind of he kind of had this tunnel vision mindset with that girl. I don't remember her name that he's that 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 he's with right now. Do you remember her name? I, I don't 
I don't remember her name, but he really had tunnel vision with her and um, kind of just immediately um, moved forward with it. And it things like, seems like things are going really well with him. And I'm not surprised. I mean, Trey's an awesome guy. He's just, again, I, I've mentioned something I appreciate about him. He has a very passionate personality. When he talks, he, there, Trey is either all in on something or he's not in, on, not in it at all. He is moves a million miles an hour, um, and I really appreciate that. Like I said, I, I kind of think you and Trey kind of have those two similar traits. As you guys both, you're either all in on something, it's either the best movie you've ever seen or the worst movie you've ever seen, uh, that kind of thing. And I like that about Trey. So good pick at three. Yeah, no, I agree. It's yeah, it's usually all in or or all out. <laughs> or all out exactly. <laughs> That's the way it should be. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So number two, um, I'm going with your boy. Carl plans plans yeah he is hilarious um his personality <laughs> is, is just out of control but it's so <laughs> funny the thing is Carl Carl just likes to watch the world burn he does he, he just absolutely it loves it when things are out of order burn. he hates order Carl hates order. He would be the worst president in the world because if Carl was president, he would just be creating nonstop chaos and he would be just thriving off of it. The rest of the world would be suffering. That's the world Carl lives in. Some girl goes up to Carl and says, hey, what's your name? Or no, it goes, hey, what's your name? And Carl just goes, oh, I saw you on last season. Uh, you were fun. You were fun on last season. She goes, yeah, do you have a name? And Carl just goes, yeah, I do. And then he just says, what's up, James? And then he goes to talk to James. Do you remember that? And then he goes to high five dude, James. That was... so she's like, do you have a name? And he's like, yeah, I do. What's up, dude? What's going on, bro? And doesn't even say anything to her. Oh, my God. The guy is just, you never know what he's going to do. He's always scheming. I don't think he's really, he was scheming hard on Katie's season. Don't think he's really had too many schemes yet, but he will. He will have plans. Carl, plans Carl. It, it, we call him Plans Carl because he always has a plan it, most people don't have like plans for everything they just kind of live their lives <laughs> with Carl it's like he has these insane plans for everything and again I haven't seen that yet in paradise but I know I'm going to and I really can't wait for it putting Carl on bachelor in paradise was a good decision by ABC and a decision I absolutely concur with he is fantastic good call it too yeah no I I completely agree I mean no, you know, I remember that scene too. It was so funny. Yeah, one of the girls is like, hey, what's your name? And he's like, I don't even think he said his name. Or I, maybe he did, but I, I feel like she's like, what's your name? And he's just like, oh, what's up, James? No, she said, do you have a name? Oh. And he goes, yeah, I have a name. What's up, James? Oh, yeah, yeah. What up, what up, James? Like, like, dude, come on. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I, I think she made some comment too where she's like, Oh, maybe I'll get his name at some point or something. Yeah, she's like, maybe one of these times I'll get his name. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, Carl's he, a man. We yeah. like, we like plans. He's so funny. Plans we haven't. Carl. Yeah, he hasn't released his like final scheme yet. But like you said, it's it's coming. It's coming. It's yeah. gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a doozy. Good pick. Yeah. So yeah, and then at number one, I got. We've already talked a lot about him, so we don't even have to fully dive into it because we kind of already did, but. Grocery store Joe. Grocery store yeah. Joe, baby. Absolutely. Yeah. He's my number one as well. Yeah. Just the common man. And I mean, like I said, hard to hate him. Um, 
don't even have a lot to add from what we haven't already went over with him. The only thing I'm going to say is, can we both agree that we're rooting for Grocery Store Joe? I want to see Grocery Store Joe leave Paradise being better for the experience. I don't know what that means. If he's going to find love, he'll find love. If it means he gets over Kendall, he'll get over Kendall. I don't care. I just want the best for Grocery Store Joe. Grocery Store Joe, you are the man. Hoping that when they bring Kendall in, he'll be okay and he'll be able to kind of manage with, uh, with everything that's going on. But, um, yeah, great pick at number one. Absolutely my number one as well. The common man for the common man. We are all Grocery Store Joe. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say this. My prediction for when Kendall comes back is immediately he'll be very, very shooken up by it. I mean, who wouldn't be, right? Sure. Um, but I think that he – I don't know. I think there could be some with Serena P. And I think that he is going to get over Kendall, hopefully, and kind of like, I don't know, get get back at her doesn't seem like it's the right phrasing, but kind of. It's like, it's like I think he'll be like, hey, I moved on. I'm sure. okay with moving on. Sure. Because, again, uh, I don't, I'm speculating that she broke it off, but it's basically like, I'm, I've moved on. Like, I, I'm out here trying to meet other girls. And, you know, I'm, I'm predicting that, you know, we might get a Kendall makeout in front of Joe, but I think we also might get a Joe makeout in front of Kendall. So I think, God, I think, what a mess this I think show it's going to go both ways. <laughs> what I think a mess it's going to go both is. ways. Yeah. So. Okay. I think it very well may, well, I, I shouldn't, I mean, who am I to speculate? I haven't even seen the show before. What I do know for sure is it's going to be a lot. Uh, for both of them. It'll be a lot for both of them. So we'll see what happens. Nice top three there uh, with the gentleman. Uh, give me the top three ladies. Okay. So this is going to be kind of a s- surprising one. Um, it, it was a little harder to do the girls because I feel like we didn't see them as much or something. But I'm going to go with uh, – actually going to go with Mari, actually, very kind of surprisingly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, tell, me, tell me why. Yeah. I, don't, I don't totally disagree with that. but Yeah. She, she seemed – she seemed cool um, when we saw her on screen, and she she had to deal with Kenny, and Kenny was a lot, right? First of all, the dude is, he's 40. Yeah. He really is, because he yeah. looks like he's younger than me, doesn't he? I mean, it's just unbelievable that he's 40 years old, and I think that's kind of the big thing. I think David Spade said, oh, you're the guy who's 40 who doesn't look like he's 40. If he's really 40, that's unbelievable. Why are they making him look like he's naked? He's obviously not naked. Yeah, I don't know why they were making him look like he was naked, because... I saw a meme. I know I sent it to you, and they're like, "Well, he's mic'd up, so where where are they? Where hide? are they putting the mic? Pack? Yeah, where are they putting the mic? Wait, it was like like seriously, like <laughs> you got to have a place to put the mic, but like yeah. they, he's obviously yeah. not naked. I knew he wasn't naked yeah. because when the new girls showed up, Joey, the new girls showed up that had not seen Kenny before, they weren't even reacting to him. You know, if you see a naked guy on Paradise, you're going to immediately be like, whoa, what's going on here? You know what I mean? You would have some kind of reaction. They weren't even reacting. So I don't know why they even made him seem like he was naked. But, yeah, Kenny and Mari were uh, were getting together, it looked like. Yeah, and it was, I don't know, she just seemed like she, I don't know, she seemed nice. Um, it was so funny. I, I mentioned this before. When we saw Mari on, it was Matt season, right? Correct. And for some reason, she didn't even get that much airtime. She maybe cracked maybe the no. top ten. 10, I don't think she 15? did. I don't think she did. But fifteen, maybe. Fif- I, like she 12, didn't, twelve or something. Yeah, she didn't get too far. Yeah. I don't remember too much about her. The thing I really remember about her was she tried to kind of take over the after the final rose. She was talking a lot on the after. Not, uh, I mean, on women tell all. She was talking a lot during the women tell all. That's the main thing I remember about her. But I kind of agree with you. I thought I I, I liked Mari. As well, I thought that she seemed well-spoken. She seemed pretty cool. She seemed legit. It's like I didn't really know that much about her, but after kind of seeing her talk, I don't, I don't disagree with that. It's not a bad pick. Yeah, I don't know. I just think she's, um, 
seems like she's got a lot of potential in Paradise. Whether she, I don't really think she'll probably ride out the Kenny thing. I don't know. Kenny, I feel like might not be in Paradise for that much longer. You think Kenny's an axe? I, I think Kenny might. Kenny's be an first axe, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that. Mari might stick around for a little bit, and I don't know. I could see her maybe stirring up the Dude, guys. Dude, did plans, did, couple, did, did, did plans Carl get with anybody? We can't get a plans Carl boot already. We got to keep him Ooh, around. Yeah, wow. He did not. He didn't. Yeah, I don't think he has yet. No, actually. he has. He has not made any kind of connection yet. I don't, oh I don't, yeah, I don't you're right. I don't think he has yet. But guys have the roses this week. So yeah. and then uh, probably, um, what is it? Or no, more more guys will come, right? Cause sure, then, exactly. Because it's so oh so so yeah. But it looked like maybe more girls came too, though. Because I think Kendall's coming. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Kendall is. Demi next showed week. up as well. Oh yeah, Demi. So showed Demi up, so. Demi showed up. So there's like four more girls and guys right now. So there's kind of a, a lot more girls. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So okay, Maria. Um, yeah, Maria so three. Who you got two? At two. So this is gonna be su- surprising to you based off of my past comments. But we know I'm Joey, not nothing, nothing always. Surpri- no, you are the most inconsistent man in the world. <laughs> That's the point of this podcast. The whole reason I'm doing this podcast is to just show how inconsistent of a human being you are. And I have succeeded because you have your flip floppiness is just insane on this podcast. Uh, what is this? I can't wait to hear what this is. All right. So, yeah, this is a pretty big, pretty big Joey flip flop. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going with Serena P. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty healthy flip flop. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell, tell me why. I wasn't as big of a fan of her on Matt's season of The Bachelor. However, she I like her a lot because the same reason why I liked Aaron uh, during Katie's season. She tells it how it is. I like that. She doesn't hold back. She doesn't try to, like, give the right answers. She just says what she thinks. Like, she she just, she just whatever she's thinking, she'll just say. And it. It feels more like natural and. Do you genuine. have an example? Do you have an example of her doing anything like that? I don't really remember her. Yeah, being when like they were that. when they were on the day bed, um, she was like, "What was it?" She was giving him crap about like his age. I think she's like, "I'm oh, 23, yeah. you're 35." Well, that's yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, I know." And she was kind of giving him crap about it. She's right. kind of like, "I don't know about that. I don't know." And then he's like, oh, yeah. And he kind of got like he started turning red kind of almost. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, but then she's like, ah, I'm kidding. Maybe I'll give you a shot. And just I don't know. It just felt like she was like joking with him. And it just felt like she was very comfortable. Like she, and she just didn't really like care. Like she wasn't trying to like say the right thing. She kind of was right. just saying what she thought. I don't yep. know. I thought it was refreshing. Um, I did, too. And um, I, li- I like her. I yeah. Like her. I like I've her. always liked her. Yeah. Yeah. I like her a lot too. Now I didn't as much for it, but now, but I thought she was really good on Paradise. And like you said earlier, she was the Canadian hot commodity. She sure was. She's very hot commodity on the beach. I mean, and for she good was. reason. She yeah, looked yeah. damn good. Yeah, too. yeah. She was. She looked very good. That yeah, episode. she was like waving the Canadian flag in her swimsuit, and like, yeah. I mean, all the guys. I don't. I don't. I'm not surprised that she caught their eye. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah. So no, me too. Um, but anyways, yeah. I mean, and like I said, personality to match. It looks like she's kind of like maybe her and matches didn't have a connection. So maybe that's kind of why I wasn't as big of a fan either. And maybe now she's kind of just more, I mean, she is 23. She's younger. So maybe now she's just kind of living her best life on paradise. And I think she's going to be a, she's going to be a core contestant. You can already tell. Sure. Right. So. Um, and her and grocery store, Joe are the couple right now. Yeah. She 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 went on and moved forward with the thirty five year old guy to whatever extent she did. I think she kissed him. Um, so 
So, yeah, those two are hanging out. So, good pick on Serena P. I've always liked her. I've had never had any reason to, to really dislike her. I've always found her to be pretty cool. Um, I don't really have too much to say to her. I just I just like her. Um, good pick. Number one. Uh, no surprise here, which you've already talked about. Uh, like we talked about Grocer Joe, and we talked about Abigail earlier as well. Abigail is Oh, Abigail great. is your number one. Yeah, oh, I love one. that. Sorry, yep. Love yeah. that. My number one, too, for the females. Look at that. See, that's why we yeah. do a podcast together. We're actually <laughs> starting to agree here on these people. Yeah, like I said, with Abigail, it's it's just the fact that, and, and she kind of shows it again, You're, you, you hit the nail on the head, Joey, when you said she's just like Bachelor Nation sweetheart. Um, can't really say a bad word about her. She's been nothing but extremely kind to everybody that's crossed her path on both Matt season and now in Bachelor in Paradise. It's like those two people, like I said, like Grocery Store Joe and Abigail. I'm just really hoping things work out for both of them because I think they both deserve it. Um, they're both, they both just seem like very nice. They're both different, but with Abigail, again, it's just that kindness and that positivity that really kind of takes the cake for me. And with Grocery Store Joe, I can really just appreciate how he kind of has the confidence to recognize his insecurities and not be afraid to, to show them. I think that's kind of cool with him. So um, great pick. Abigail is definitely my favorite. Always been a huge fan of her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, one thing, too, that I hope we get more from Abigail on Paradise is she kind of joked, I think, a bit when she got to date card because remember she did. She's like, I finally a, got a date yeah, card. She goes, I finally got a date card. God, ABC. I, and I, I love not over it. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I, I don't know if I'm fully over it either, or no. if we'll ever get over it. Really. I don't know if I'll ever get over it either. <laughs> Abig- I, I might. You might not. I might not. <laughs> Abigail got screwed out of that one-on-one, and every time I see her now, I just think to myself, how could she not say something? And she doesn't even think she's just totally cool with it. You know what I mean? Like for her, it's like she just moved on. I I can't move on. I can't move on about the fact that she didn't get a one-on-one, but she immediately could. That's all you need to know about Abigail. She's a she's a sweetheart, and she's very, very positive, and she just kind of takes life as it is um, given to her and makes the best of it. And I really, really uh, like that about her. Yeah. My point, though, kind of playing devil's advocate a bit, sure. is I really, 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 what I want to see more of is I want her to have more of a backbone on Paradise. And what I mean by that is when she joked, oh, I finally got a date card. That was awesome. I mean, that was, like, awesome to see her, like, kind of take that little, like, take kinda, a little shot, kind of little, little crack back at ABC. Um, and I want more of that. Like, she, it'd be how great would that be if, like, America's Sweetheart kind of turned bad, like, kind of, like, had this other side to her that kind of came out. Like, like she's the claws come, you know, come out of, with with Abigail, like she she shows this other kind of a little bit more kind of almost darker side. Yeah, I don't I don't know about be, da- I don't know about darker yeah. side, but just kind of even her just kind of holding down what she believes a little bit more. Because I think that you're right, Joey. Abigail is just someone who wants everybody to be happy. I think I really get that impression with her. She also doesn't like conflict, so I don't see that happening with her. I think that she will. I I don't think that I could I could see her getting to a point where she's like really I don't want to say sticking up for herself because it's not that she's incapable of sticking up for herself but I don't see her kind of moving on from anything other than America's Sweetheart it just doesn't seem like it's in the plans for her it doesn't seem like it's her personality does it I don't know 
Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're probably right, but a man can dream. A man can dream. <laughs> a man, a man, a man can dream that Abigail would go off the rails and go completely into the dark side and just start yelling and cussing everybody out. Right? That would be fantastic. <laughs> really? That would. I would be so so uh, here for that. Like, I want to see with Abigail. Where she's like throwing up, <laughs> chucking up middle fingers, and like where it's like beep, 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 beep. Like, I, I want wanna... more beeps than words. Yeah, I want to see her like shoving people. She's like getting mad at them. She's like physically shoving them. Like, get out of here. Get the beep. <laughs> it's just Abigail. She's just America's sweetheart. And then a couple episodes later, you see like her and Victoria. Like getting into a fist fight or something like that. Um, yeah, a man could dream, man. That really would be the. Uh, I mean, that's the, really the ultimate goal. It's really why we watch the show is for the potential of insane things like and, that to and, happen. And David Spade's going to be walking down. Hey, Wells, I, I passed out at 8 o'clock. What happened? <laughs> oh, David, let me tell you. I sunked out at 8. I missed everything. Tell me what happened. I missed everything. I have no idea what happened. I love that Spade did that. I like Spade. I think he's doing a good job. Um, good job with the uh, the top three chicks. Uh, bottom three guys and girls. This is just all combined here. Bottom three. All right, so bottom three, uh, I'm going with uh, Ivan, um, and this is kind of a flip-flop because I actually liked him during his season. Okay. Who, who was season was he on? Again, Tasha's, I believe. I think it said Tasha yeah, Claire on his, on his thing, on his name I, tag. I kind of liked him then, but here he just seemed overly confident when maybe he like shouldn't be. Like, he seemed so confident, and I don't know. I just felt like he was in, like, goober mode, like, the whole time. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I mean, you, you, it's good mode. to be confident, but it's also, like, you got to kind of build your cred a little bit. I don't know. It just it just seemed like he 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 wasn't at the, the point to be thinking he was, like, the big man on the beach yet. Sure, and he, and he seemed like he kind of thought he was. Okay, I'm not gonna lie; I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about <laughs> right now. I, <laughs> I will say this about no, that's not true. I, I kind of do know what you mean. It seemed like Ivan kind of showed up, and it seemed like he kind of wanted to take this role of the big man. Like he immediately wanted to start talking to Serena P. I think, and then he was, and it seemed like it was going really well for him, and it wasn't going well for Grocery Store Joe. And then things kind of switched, and it ended up going good for Grocery Store Joe and not good for Ivan. I don't know. I don't really have too much to say about Ivan because I didn't watch uh, Claire and Tasha's season. I wasn't watching the Batsar at that point. I'm pretty new to all of this. So I can't say too much about him um, other than the fact that I kind of know what you mean. I kind of know what you mean. It seems like he showed up and he was kind of all business. You know, it seemed like he didn't really want to make friends. It kind of seemed like he was kind of all business. Um, I could be wrong, though. I don't qu quite remember. But okay, uh, good pick. Ivan at number three. Okay, and then, so I kind of have like more actually, and total I have five. Oh, you, oh, we're well, doing. Oh, we're doing a bottom five. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm kind of flipping the script a little bit. This is <laughs> when like, do you not flip the script? This is probably pretty, pretty, pretty inconsistent here. But uh, that's that's all right. Okay, that's that's <laughs> that's just fine. So this is number five. Then Ivan is, uh, or are you just listing these people off? Yeah, I'm just kind of listing at this. Uh, Ivan's. Let's go. Ivan five. Okay, Ivan five. And then I'm grouping these next two because they have the same name. Victoria L. and P. Now, Victoria L., who is, the, of course, the villain in Matt's season, I get that one right off the bat. And, and to me, she's, again, it's the same kind of thing. Like, I'm not entertained by her. Even her, like, goddess persona that she's doing now, I don't find it entertaining or fun or, like, like funny. I don't find it to be really much of anything. It's just kind of there. 
not interested in her. So I get why she's on your vote list. Um, why is Victoria P? Victoria P, she had something come up in her season. I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't know if you watched that season, but she... A little bit. She was, like, caught in, like, a like a lie or something. And then she, like, spun it to, like, make it look like it wasn't. And then it was. And I think somebody else went home as a result. I just remember... I don't remember exactly what she what she did. I, I probably should look that up before, before this. But I just remember that she just, it like, it just, like, rubbed me the wrong way. And I just kind of, like, I don't know. I just feel like she's just not that good of a person, I guess. I don't know. She... This doesn't come across to me as very genuine. Okay, so something happened then. Yeah, I, I to I me, know. as far as I can see, first of all, she's smoking hot. There's no doubt about that. Um, I haven't seen anything about her that makes me dislike her. Um, she she didn't get hardly any airtime, I guess. To yeah, me, she, Victoria she P. I don't know. Any, yeah, I don't know no. hardly anything about her, no. so I can't really speak on her too much. Um, outside of the fact she's very good looking, I can't really say too much about Victoria P. But apparently, you saw some drama go on on Pete's season that you didn't like. We'll see what happens with her. Um, so good pick, and then Victoria. I don't think we need to talk too much about the villain Victoria. I mean, there's nothing there, right? Yeah, the, I, I would appreciate not talking about her. Almost, yeah. Uh, yeah go ahead. The only thing I was going to say about Victoria uh, L. Victoria Larson, yeah. the villain, is I don't know. She didn't really talk to anybody. <laughs> she kept thinking like. All these guys are going to be swooning over her. They weren't. Yeah, she tried to I, she tried to uh, activate her goddess energy. That seemed to fail for her, um, yeah. to my pleasure. Yeah, yeah, that didn't that didn't work. And I'm kind of calling a uh, a first boot actually for Victoria L. Yeah. Um, honestly, both Victorias because Victoria P didn't get any airtime unless unless she really comes out of you know nowhere. What? I don't you know, know, I think I saw that she was talking to James. Victoria P. Oh, I saw okay. a few things of her talking to James, who did not get a lot of airtime as well. So maybe there's something going on over there. So uh, who knows? But yeah, I agree with you, Victoria, the villain. I think she'll be a first night boot as well. Good, good call. Yeah. Cool. And then number two, I'm going to go with Tammy, who actually did get kind of a lot of airtime. Tammy did get a lot yeah. of airtime. She's with your boy Aaron too. I know she's with my boy Aaron, and I remember Tammy. I, I didn't really like her before she's got quite the personality yeah very strong very yeah. very outgoing very uh very out there personality which i can appreciate but um yeah keep going yeah i just don't um yeah i, I agree with you she's a very strong personality and i just don't I, I don't i don't know i think it's kind of the same reasons with ivan i think she feels she's maybe a little like more confident than she maybe should be kind of right out, right out of the gates like she thinks she's like kind of like the queen of the beach it kind of felt like to me at times sure when i felt like it's like okay tammy maybe like to pump the brakes like take a step back and then let's see where things go like you don't you don't need to be coming in there like you you weren't you, you know i don't think you're queen of the beach at least not not yet. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think she's probably like that everywhere she goes, right? And not, that's not a bad thing. If uh, Tammy, if you're listening to this, we, we're doing that, doing that a lot, haven't we? If you're listening to this edit, I don't know why <laughs> we've been doing that so much, but Tammy, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying you're not. It's good. It's a good thing. It just means you're outgoing. It means you have a very lively, um, strong personality, which is good. And again, I'm sure she's like, like that kind of everywhere that she goes, but yeah, that a personality that strong can be a little bit exhausting sometimes, so I think the combination of her personality and seeing how much she was on screen was just a little bit a little bit much for me um she's not 
I, I would not say I dislike her at this point. Um, we will see what, what happens. I thought her and Aaron seemed like just kind of an odd combination, but I didn't see them talk at all. So I don't know. So Tammy at two. I can, uh, I can, I can do with that. Who you got at number one? Well, one last thing, I guess, on Tammy. Sure. Quick. It's funny because it's actually seems like it might be a good match uh, based on the way that we described Aaron, too. Like somebody that would maybe have a hard time showing kind of like their softer side and like yeah. their insecurities. I feel like Tammy is kind of the same way. I feel like Aaron is as well. Yeah. So maybe it is a good match. I don't know. Yeah. Good point. That's that's a good point. Who, who knows? We'll see what happens with those two. Um, numero uno, your least favorite person. I don't know if you can. Do you have a guess? Um, oh, boy. I I really don't. Um, I can't really even think of anybody right now. I have no guess whatsoever. Who is it? I'm going Kenny. I <laughs> was not I was not a fan Kenny. of the I naked love that name. Yeah. Kenny. I wasn't a fan of the naked edit at all. I don't know if that was his idea or ABC's or a combination of the two, but I just didn't like it. It got so overdone. Yeah, why did they do that? Like, why uh, did they so do brutal. that? It's so brutal. It's so brutal. It was like the Katie vibrator thing all over again. It's like, <laughs> it's not funny. It's we don't we don't watch the show for that. Joey's like, so mad. He's so uh, mad about it. It's just like it makes me so mad. And every time I saw the black box, it just made me more and more mad. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I, I thought it was dumb because when I saw the black box, I'm like, well, he's not actually naked. So, like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Maybe he's wearing a speedo or like a thong or something like that. I don't. I don't know. But um, seemed odd. I don't know about Kenny either. I find it unbelievable that the guy is 40 years old. He, I'll, I'll give him this, man. He, whatever he's doing is working for him um, because he is 40 years old and he looks like he is 26 years old. So I don't know what he's doing, but it's really working for him. Um, him and Mario have been going at it. We'll see what happens. Don't particularly dislike Kenny. Honestly, I don't really dislike anybody right now. I don't think. I don't think there's anybody that I really am like, I don't like you outside of Victoria, which is kind of so obvious. It's almost not worth mentioning but even victoria she wasn't being rude nobody's been rude to each other yet so that's kind of when i start disliking people is when i see the rudeness and the meanness start to kind of pile up um so i don't know we'll see what happens but joey very very well done um we are going to go ahead wrap up now it's monday and tuesday right because we screwed this up the first time we should have recorded the podcast yesterday but we didn't know what was going on Uh, it is a monday tuesday thing right yeah, going moving, forward, moving forward. It will okay. Be, yep. So we are going to be so to all of our listeners, we will be recording one podcast a week, and we are going to be releasing it on Tuesday um, after uh, both episodes of Bachelor in Paradise have uh, ended. So we're going to be doing that on Tuesday. So uh, with that, everybody have a great rest of your day, and we will see you guys uh, next week. Today I didn't even have to use my AK.